No matter how many thrift finds we post on Instagram and no matter how many episodes we produce on this podcast, there are still some people who never have and probably never will shop secondhand. And that's totally okay. See, the thing is, we don't all have to be thrifters, but we can all play a role in removing the stigma. Today, we're going to share a few inspiring ways that can help change the mindset and remove the secondhand stigma without you ever having to step foot into a thrift store. Keep listening for episode 19 of Allow Us to Rethrift Reduce Ourselves. Welcome back. I'm Dina. I'm Shannon. This cheese is so hot. Dina got us cheese and she's like, oh, I think it's a little bit hot. And I look on the label and it literally says scorpion pepper. I've never even heard of this before. I swear to God, my mouth is on fire. I'm sorry. Should we break and get you some milk? <laughs> milk? Do you say milk or milk? Milk. Thank God. Do you say pillow or pillow? Pillow. Do you say roof or roof? Ooh. Like I always stop and think, which one am I supposed to say? I think I say roof. <laughs> you, do, you do say roof. Because I, I remember Dan made fun of me one time when I said it off the cuff. Ooh, chocolate milk sounds really good. Mm, always. Do you drink Yahoo? No. Is it Yahoo? Yeah. Yoo-hoo. Oh. <laughs> I think I've always called it Yahoo. Yahoo, that Yahoo milk. Wait, do you drink Yoohoo? Or I mean, I don't buy it. But like, what would you prefer it? Yeah, sure. I oh, mean, I don't... chocolate milk? That is Ugh, chocolate milk. It's not. It's not the same. What is it? It's a trick question, Dina. You always say no. I don't know. It's just regular chocolate milk is better. I don't understand what you're saying to me. Isn't, isn't Yahoo it. chocolate milk? <laughs> I guess. It's like taking the Nesquik and putting it into your milk stirring it up and it's kind of garbage compared to good chocolate milk i just get the generic like the acme brand if you ever go to acme and get smith's chocolate yeah that's good Mm. yeah but if you really want to get it you get hartzler's i think that's their name and it comes in a glass oh jug and it's amazing cool yeah hey what's it like to thrift on a weeknight i saw you were at goodwill yesterday it was amazing because there were like four people in there. I have not been to a thrift store during the week in the evening in oh. like two years. I spent $110. <gasps> <laughs> Shannon, what did you buy? Wait, wait, wait. But I only gave them $72 because I had a 35% off coupon. How about that? So you did spend $100. I mean, my value was $110. That's sweet. What'd you I- get? Uh, I was thrifting for a family that needed clothes. And then I found a bunch of cute clothes for myself. Just mm. like randomly. I was just like, I'll just pop here real quick. I haven't found anything in like a month. Yeah. And I found like four shirts. I was pretty pumped. Something's going on because I bought like five sweaters that don't even fit me. But I was like, I'm going to sell these. Nice. <laughs> I'll tell you exactly what's going on. It's the end of the year. People are cleaning out their closets like crazy. I usually, I always, you think they do it like after Christmas or holidays or whatever. I mean, I've been cleaning every single closet in our house every weekend. I've been tackling a closet and I've been taking stuff to Goodwill literally every week. Dang. It's like the last thing I think about right now. I want to do it like after, like put the Christmas tree away. I wish I could be more proactive like you. Why are you doing this? Because I just can't live in this clutter anymore. It's giving me anxiety. (laughs) I don't like it. Do you ever feel like the things you're putting back into your bag to take to Goodwill are things that you bought from Goodwill? All the time. Like a lot of things. Because I just did it the other day. Yeah. And it made me really mad. Because it was like 
Should have tried that on. Should have tried that on. Why did I buy this? Yeah. But at the same time, it's like $3, $2, yeah. $5. Yeah, I always think that too. Like it, it wasn't that expensive to begin with. Right, right. Can I tell you this random story that popped into my head? Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you ever think about times when you're a brat when you're a little kid? Like, listen, listen, so I was thinking the other day, I remember, do you remember the nail polish that you'd get when you're too little for real nail polish? They'd give you this nail polish, you put it on, and then you could, like, scrape it off. Do you uh-huh. remember it's called, like, peel nail polish or mm-hmm. something? Do you remember it? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, I got this vivid memory of getting this nail polish for my birthday from my uncle, putting it on, I was, like, six, seven years old, and going, this nail polish is for babies, and just <laughs> scraping it off. <laughs> And then my uncle just being like, you're a brat. <laughs> like, I think it was just like, all of a sudden I was like, wow, I, I hope that I conveyed back to him that I that like I was thankful oh, for his gift. But man, oh, I keep thinking I was a brat. Hilarious. I don't know where that came from or why, but I, I think I just like felt guilty and I want to tell him like, sorry again <laughs> for 30 years ago. <laughs> I'm trying to think of when, if, if I've had a moment like that. I was a huge brat. Because you're the baby. Yeah, I was the youngest and yeah. just like. I'm going to cut some cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Are you not going to have the pepper cheese? I'm scared of it because you keep freaking out. No, it's good. Just wash it down with some Ugh. water. Just try it. This cheese is so good, though. It's so soft. Okay, so I've been thinking about something. The We got a lot of feedback from the last episode, mm-hmm. the fast fashion episode, and I noticed people were commenting on the Facebook post. We got some emails. We got a, we got some DMs. We got um, people reposting on their Facebook feed, and I thought, hmm, I've got to think of a better way to engage with our listeners, mm-hmm. and I thought... I've had this idea for a long time, but I've put it off for a long time because it's one more thing for me to manage. Facebook group. Oh, interesting. Okay. Facebook groups are like the thing now. Really? Yeah. Isn't that weird? They used to yeah. be like a big deal and then they stopped. And yeah. then I like, I like left all of these groups. Me too. Now I belong to so many Facebook groups oh. and that's really all I do on Facebook anymore. Really? It's yeah, just I don't even engage in the groups that I'm in. Okay. Interesting. And so I know a lot of podcasts have Facebook groups so you can become a member and then chat and stuff. Yeah. So I've had this Rethrift Reduce podcast Facebook group for a long time. I just really haven't activated it because mm-hmm. I'm like... Oh my God, I already have like four Instagram accounts. Right. All these Facebook pages. I'm going to do it. So. Um, But then like, are people still going to want to talk, like listen to this? Yeah, they listen and then they come on the Facebook group to offer the feedback. Like they're already sending messages and some people probably don't know to send a message. I see. And I think we should have like an open dialogue on a Facebook page. Okay. That sounds like fun. Kind of. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, you don't belong to, like, you don't, you don't no, engage in Facebook groups. I don't. I ignore them. <laughs> I mean, you've got to find the right ones. Like, right, I belong right. to, like, a handful of really good ones. And I find all sorts of resources, funny stuff, interesting stuff. You know, one of the things I hear all the time from people who listen is that I felt like I was in the room talking with girlfriends. Oh, that's so cute. And so I'm like, oh, that's such a, that's such a nice compliment. So, like, come and talk to us on Facebook. Okay. We'll Can have, I like, be our moderator. Yeah, and, please. Like, kick people out. No, no. <laughs> be a nice moderator. Anyway, so come and follow us and, and we'll give this a try for a few months and see how it goes. Okay. If nobody fun. shows up to the party, then it's just me and you and this group. <laughs> we'll Sounds like, like my life in high school. <laughs> oh, shut your mouth. Those are wise. <laughs>
Let's get into today's episode. Let's get into it. Do you know what it's about, Shannon? Mm-hmm. <laughs> On the way here, I was like, oh my God, I didn't even read any notes. I'm so sorry. That's okay. So today's episode is something I've been thinking about for a long time. It would be great if everybody shopped secondhand, but the reality is a lot of people probably never will. And I think that's totally okay, but we can all play a role in removing the stigma. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. I For the longest time, I thought everybody was fine with it. And then at school, I recently came across somebody who was just like, oh, no, I would never thrift, but like couldn't really give me a reason why. Right. And it bothers me still right now because I want to know why and I want to talk about it. But I don't want to be pushy or like make her think she's weird or anything like that. My issue is that I think one of the main reasons that there has historically been a stigma, and we talked a lot about this in the episode 20 Things You Hate About Thrifting. You know, one of the main reasons there has been a stigma is that it's because people have always assumed that it's for low-income families, right? right? Or people in poverty. Right. And, like, my issue is, like, so what? Mm-hmm. Like, why? That speaks to our culture and society as a whole and our preconceived notions about that segment of society. Right. That's an issue we need to work on to begin with right. and then work backwards. Because it's like, so what if th- that was a resource available to people who really needed it the most? Right. And what, it makes you less than if you go to the thrift store and shop alongside somebody who has less money than you? Right. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Okay, have you been seeing this meme? It's not really a meme, it's like a quote that's been going around. It says, yeah, I thrift, but I'm not poor. No, I haven't seen it. I get what people are trying to say. Right. Like, you know, they're trying to remove the stigma that it's it's for everybody. Thrifting is right. for everybody. right. But then you're removing the people that actually have to thrift because they're poor. And, like, what's wrong with that? So what? Mm -hmm. So we're not going to get into, like, what the stigmas are (laughs) or why they were created because those are already out there. And I don't want to, like, perpetuate them any more than they have already been perpetuated. But I think that there are a few inspiring examples that we can put out there to encourage people to play a role in removing that stigma okay. without ever having to step foot into a thrift store. I'm intrigued. Okay. All right. So one of my absolute favorite ways to encourage people to remove the stigma, if you don't want to be a thrifter, is simply teach your kids that thrifting is not weird. Yes. Hands down. Like if I have to stop the episode right here, that's where I would stop because They're the next generation of shoppers. They're the next generation of consumers. They're the next generation of thrifters. So we can just encourage them to understand that, you know what? It's not weird. It's not gross. It's for everybody. If somebody comes to school and said that they they got something from Goodwill or they got it from a church basement or something, awesome. Compliment them. Yeah, I love that. Right. I think that's such a great value to instill into your children. Whether it is your children or I'm a teacher, so the children that I teach, last year when we took the kids to the thrift store during like sustainability week, Mm -hmm. these kids hadn't stepped into a thrift store in their life. And they have that same idea that thrift stores are gross and they're for poor people. And some kids didn't change their mind, but most of them did. And they had a blast like seeing all the different things that are there, seeing how the process works, understanding why... We have the thrift store, who it's available to, but then 
that there's a more green approach behind mm-hmm. it. And then also that it is there to help the community as well. You know, like mm-hmm. that it's a cycle that we've talked about a thousand times. But just to let the kids know like why it's here. It's totally a place that you can go and find really fun outfits for yourself. And it's like they think it's like the stinky dumpster that they're going to. And shout out to you for arranging that Mm -hmm. because that was your idea to take them there. I love that so much. Yeah. And I think they had a blast. Like, you know, they did the fun stuff where they got to go build an outfit and do things like that. But like, in their mind, there's no outfit there that they'd ever wear until that moment when they're just like, oh my gosh, we just built this outfit and I would wear this, you know? That's so cool and wild to me at the same time because we have thrifted for so long. Yeah, I I grew up in thrift stores. But like, I did grow up in thrift stores because I was poor. Right. But I'm fine with that. I'd much rather have all of that all of those options to me than only be able to spend, you know, a hundred. I have a hundred dollars and I can only have like three outfits mm-hmm. and I'm going to wear those same three outfits constantly throughout the week in high school. You know, it's hard. High school's hard. And let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Were you ever embarrassed? Never. That you had to. When I got to tell kids that I got stuff thrifted. I mean, it was the 90s. So it was a different story. But I was always like, I'm super cool because I thrifted it. You know what I mean? That's no. awesome. I know I'm, I'm like a special circumstance mm-hmm. the way I grew up and things. But no, I was never embarrassed by it. I was always proud of it. What do you think contributed Cause was, to that? Because I was a nerd kid that was like, I'm grunge. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just a different era. Well, what I think what, what I think happened with you is like you were you were thrifting for financial reasons, mostly. I was, yeah. And then, but you were able to tap into your creativity while you were thrifting. <laughs> so that kind of like overshadowed your financial reasons. You're mm-hmm. like, yeah, but look at how cool I am, guys. Right, right. <laughs> I remember a certain moment, maybe like junior year, when I wasn't like the grunge girl anymore. And I started wearing cute stuff. And, like, the popular girls trying to figure out what was happening. Because I'd wear, like, big, pretty necklaces, you know, like, just random weird stuff that I'd find at the thrift store. And, like, you know, clothes that were hip in the time. And people were kind of just, like, trying to figure out why I was, like, human all of a sudden. Where before I was just like, oh, I'm Daria. And then all of a sudden I was like, hey, guys, I'm normal. <laughs> but I know. know I That's, mean? like, when I started wearing Abercrombie and Fitch. Okay, yeah. Yep. And I went and I spent so much money of my yeah. allowance and money working at my dad's restaurant to buy an Abercrombie and Fitch t-shirt, t-shirt that had a flamingo on it. Oh. It was really cute, though. That I'm not going to lie. Cute. Yeah. It was like, I found like the most funky thing possible uh-huh. at Abercrombie and Fitch. It's <laughs> like funky and Abercrombie so is like an oxymoron. It yeah, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> Gosh, you know, it's funny. Like, I wouldn't spend my money on that kind of stuff. I'd spend my money on weird shoes. Like I oh, had I know like it. Yeah. huge weird platforms, like ridiculous. I probably couldn't even walk. That's but I, I had to have. I them. could just totally picture that. Oh my gosh, I went nuts for shoes. So, so while we're talking about thrifting and kids and instilling that value in them, I have a really great story to tell. Okay. So I have a friend. Her name is Amanda, and she has a son. He's twelve, and. She is, you know, she's kind of, she's cool with thrifting. Like, she doesn't see anything wrong with it. But she, it's not really necessarily a lifestyle for her. And she texted me one day and she's like, hey, my son, Dean, is really into thrifting. Oh. And she's like, he's going with the neighbor kid. And he he's found- so young. He's like really into it. And I was like, what? He's so young and he's so like inspired and motivated to go. And I just loved, I kept asking her all of these questions. I'm like, we have to have him on the podcast. Yes. Because I was like, we're talking about how to, you know, support your kids if they're interested in it Mm -hmm. or to 
help them see that it's it's totally okay. Mm-hmm. So I sent her some questions and they sent me some audio. Oh my gosh, so I'm gonna, what? I'm going to play it for you. Oh my gosh, this is so fun. Yeah. Hi Dean, we're here to talk about thrifting. So right. tell me, how did you get into thrifting? Uh, I have two neighbors that like to go thrifting a lot and they invited me once and I really enjoyed it. So why do you like to thrift? Uh, I just think that it's cool. You never know what you, never know what you will find and the prices are very affordable. What do you like to thrift? I like to thrift uh, uh, anything revolved around sports. And what has what is the coolest thing that you've ever found? I found a Calvin Johnson wide receiver for the Lions jersey for four ninety nine, and I looked it up. It was in, it was a hundred dollars. A hundred dollars! Wow, what a deal! I know, right? That's amazing. So is he selling stuff? No, I think oh, but he's, he's just like proud that he found something. Yeah, treasure hunter. And he like found a Nike sweatshirt, and he's like all about it. Oh, that's cool. Isn't that awesome? It really is. It's like a little hobby for him. It's really cute. Shout out to Amanda for encouraging him and supporting him. Whether you go to the thrift store with your kids or whether they go with, with the neighbor boy, <laughs> I think that's great. You know, it is. And these are skills and this is a mindset he'll have forever Mm -hmm. you know he'll understand that bargain shopping is okay and it's going to tap into his creativity and right setting up the foundation for future success definitely i think another way to remove the stigma is embrace that it's making us greener humans (laughs) i love the idea of keeping things out of landfills Mm -hmm. like if i if if you don't like something anymore, but you've only worn it like three times, but but it can fit me or fit somebody else, why not keep using it? Mm-hmm. Why not recycle and have new options, but not go to the store and buy new and then, you know, yeah. have double? So like when I think of that, when you say that embrace that it makes us greener humans, one thing that I think of, because this happens to me all the time, is that when I tell people, if they compliment me and I say, oh, I got this at Goodwill or I got this secondhand, they're like shocked or grossed out or confused. Have you ever had anybody be grossed out? I've had people say like, that doesn't doesn't gross you out or isn't Mm -hmm. it all dirty or something like that. Mm -hmm. I've had a range of responses. So instead of responding that way, if you think of it through the lens of sustainability, then I think that that's one way you can remove the stigma. Right, right. This is my favorite way to be a part of the slow fashion movement because I don't have like a ton of money to put down. Plus, you know, slow fashion's hard for plus size girls. I feel like this is the best way for me to have a slow fashion lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited about this swap we're about to go to. I know. In my head, like... That is slow fashion. Sure, I might get there and there might not be my size, blah, 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 whatever. Or what if there's somebody there that is my size and they just need me to show up to have mm-hmm. somebody to swap with? Like, it's just the coolest thing ever. Like, no money's involved. We're going to swap clothing and that's it. Like, how slow or fashion can you get right there? In order for a swap to be successful, everybody has to contribute. Right. Everybody has to participate. Right. And I'm so excited. We'll Maybe we'll do an episode after the swap like next week or something yeah and talk about our experience yeah yeah so if you're not really interested in thrift shopping i think it's obvious that we're having some like there's an environmental crisis out there right now and just think of it you know if somebody tells you that they're wearing something secondhand think of it as one less factor contributing to this environmental crisis so if thrifting didn't have so many stories connected to it 
this podcast wouldn't exist. That's so true. Right? Like, Mm -hmm. every thrifter has a story. There's a story behind everything that you buy. And then I was there, and then there was this beautiful thing sitting on the rack, and then I tried it on, and it was my size, even though it said it was, like, seven sizes smaller. (laughs) Like, there's always some dramatic story. Magical. Yes, some magical story connected to thrift shopping. So, with that in mind, if someone you follow or someone you work with talks about their thrifted finds or what they're wearing, consider being open to asking that person questions, how they got into it, what motivated them, so on and so forth, where they found it, because everybody has a story about a good deal, whether it's at a thrift store or at a bargain store. So true. I think that like you can become really close friends by talking thrift store stories. You think? <laughs> That's exactly how Shannon and I became friends. I mean, all jokes aside, yeah. we connected because we both realized that we were both thrift shoppers. Yeah, I thought you were too fancy for me and I found out you were not. <laughs> yeah, like if we didn't love thrifting so much, we wouldn't have become friends. And if we didn't like thrifting so much, we wouldn't have started this podcast. So the next time somebody mentions it, talk to them about it. And then you'll be surprised what type of connection will come out of it. Bottom line, keep the communication paths open and always be willing to talk about thrifting. So if you have more to add to this list, which I'm sure you do, Follow the new Facebook page. <laughs> Rethrift Produce Podcast. Tell me what you think. Remember a couple weeks ago on the podcast, you were telling me you were finding things at the thrift store that were on your Amazon wish list? Yeah. I was at thrift store last night. I already told you a little bit about it. Green refrigerator, little tiny mini fridge, probably can fit four cans of pop in it. Mm. My color stupid brian's with me out of nowhere this is why you don't thrift with sifting through dvds for days they had a huge box there too ridiculous and he told me don't buy it it's bad for the environment they made me feel guilty how is it yeah i mean it's electricity like he's like do you know how that thing's gonna run constantly it's barely gonna keep your pop cold and then you're not even at school all the time (laughs) It's just going to run. Oh, you wanted it for your desk. <laughs> oh, that's oh funny. What did, Shannon, what did you want to put in there under your desk? Diet Dr. Pepper. It's my favorite. Or some ice. If Brian wasn't there, 100% would be in my home right now. It's $4. No, yeah, but it probably didn't. It probably didn't work. It looked brand spanking new. I bet it did work. You were at State Road. Mm-hmm. That store, you can find Mac Daddy stuff some it's the days. Best. It's the best. I don't know what it is about. <sighs> I think it's because it's a central location. Yeah, it is. It it's is. like between Akron. It's between Chicago Falls. Easy it's, drop off. Yeah, it's a, such a gold mine. Serious. Like, they brought out that rack last night, and it had all these sweaters on it. Not one was my size, but how about I bought five? This is why I told Brian, because Brian's like, what in the world are you doing? But then I was like, feel that. And he was like, oh, that's good. <laughs> was it like cashmere? It felt like it. Yeah, it doesn't say it on the inside, though. Mm. Uh, but um, so my plan is, if they don't sell, I'm just going to give them as Christmas presents. They're beautiful. Who are you going to give them to? You're about to get a sweater. <laughs> okay, a weeknight is bomb at the thrift store. Like, I didn't have to fight with people to get down the aisle. I didn't have to fight with people when they wheeled new fresh stuff out. I wasn't excited to go, but it was like something we just needed to get done. And then once I got there, I was like, ooh, we were there for a while. I mean, I spent $110, so. What did you get, Shannon? I got like a full wardrobe for two little girls. 
Oh, that's I even so got the, nice. I even found them snow pants. I didn't even think to buy that family stuff from Goodwill. Isn't that crazy? Wow, I guess that makes me a bad thrifter. No, I guess doesn't. I thought like I would just go and buy them everything brand new with yeah. tags. But see, that should there's no but yeah. It's exactly. only because I don't know them exactly. Because you would do that for your family or me or anybody in a heartbeat. It's just that you don't want them to think you're not thinking of them, you know. But it's because it's the way we've been programmed. Yeah. It's the way society has made us feel. Like, you don't want somebody else to feel bad that you're a thrifter. Like, that's what this whole thing's about, you know? But you have to constantly educate. Yeah. That it's doesn't, like, it's not dirty. There's no holes in it. Like, it's perfectly fine. And there's no reason not to have, buy it for somebody. So, some context. There's a family that Shannon's coworker is helping. And she keeps us updated with what they need. And so, that's who we're talking about. I guess I felt like, you know, because they are in such a tough situation right? that they would really be so excited about something like super fancy and super new. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right. And it's not the case at all. Okay, well, good to know. No, now no. I'll thrift for these girls all the time. Oh, yeah, you. It's, it's so much fun. The other night we got an email. This is why I flipped out and went. And they were like, they have like three pairs of underwear between the two of them. What? They have like, they, they have like five shirts, but they're all short sleeve and it's cold what? out. Like no, they don't Shannon, have good I didn't shoes. know it was this bad. Yeah, like all of this stuff where it's just like, oh my God, let's just, I'm going to go thrifting and buy them tons of sweaters and winter okay. stuff to get them ready. Oh, yeah. now I feel awful for not opening that email in time. No, I mean, it just came out yesterday, Dina. Like, I just got hyper about it because I wanted to be the first one to give them stuff. (laughs) Oh, I'm about to go buy them so much stuff. Yeah, they need a serious look for shoes. Shoes are hard for kids. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Like, do they wear them out? It's not impossible, but it's not as easy to find shoes in pristine condition at thrift store for kids. Right, right. Yeah, the ones I keep finding are like boy, boyish looking. Yeah. But I'm, then I'm just like, oh my God, who cares? As long as they're warm. What's boy, what's girl? Screw that. Whatever. You know where if you want to still buy it secondhand, go to places like Once Upon a Child. Yeah. And like consignment stores, mm-hmm. they'll have better quality mm-hmm. or like new with tag stuff. Right. Like maybe a kid grew out of it and, and didn't wear it. they have a lot more kid stuff They have too. bins and bins of kids shoes. Yeah, I always forget about that. Oh, that's a great idea. I'm about to do that. Oh my God! Mary went to the Salvation Army today. She bought a Christmas it's about time. She would. She bought a Christmas tray. She overpaid though. How much? She paid six dollars. Hmm? <laughs> it's kind of expensive for the small tray. Oh, I thought you said tree. That's why I was just like, what? <laughs> six dollars for a Christmas tree is overpaying. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, okay, I'm, I'm, I don't know how I'm no. gonna respond to this one. This is the, this is the tray. This is the tray she is bought. Is it a lazy Susan? No, no, not even, girl. Oh. It's like, Mary, what do you do? Okay, so she, I cannot believe. Like, I'm so proud of her. It's a Christmas. What did you? What did I just say? I said it's a Christmas tray. Tree. Tree. Oh, I said, did I say tree or tray? You said tree the whole time, but I kept thinking tree, but it is a but tree. But it is a tree. It is a tray I'm shaped never like a tree. Give $6 for that. I know. And she's like, I was getting so cheap. I'm like, yeah, because you overpaid. You're like, yeah, that's even 50 cents. Then she found these cute. Oh, heck yeah. Nutcracker ornament or stocking holders. Oh. And she didn't buy them because she said she already has them. Neri. But I wanted these. Them. Yeah, she should have. But, but I need three holders, not what? two. Oh. So then I would have to like throw one in the mix, right? Yeah. Like it would look off. Mm-mm, you could do it. Okay. And then I bought a Christmas tree. Where? Bu- from Big Lots. $20? 
No. What 20, am I seeing? It was 20% off. Oh, that's nice. That's you like big. it? Yeah. How much was it? $80. Yeah, girl. Free that's lit. good. That's good. I could not thrift a tree. We want to t- We want to keep it real on this podcast. Thrifting a pre-lit tree was not fun for me. No. I found one and I had to drag it across the store at Goodwill. <laughs> I had to ask one of my favorite employees at the Waterloo store. I love this woman. And she helped me drag it over and only the bottom half was Was she lit. excited to help you drag the tree over? Yeah, me and her are buddies. Mm. She's so sweet. The bottom half worked and the top half didn't. That's so annoying. And I was like, I'm so done trying to thrift a tree. However, if you're thrifting a tree that's not pre-lit, yeah. you could do that in 2.2 seconds. It's so easy. Why is it easy? I'm like, I need a Christmas tree, but I don't want to. I want it in the box. What's wrong with the tree not in the box? It's actually ready for you to just put up. Get it into my car. I'll pick it up for you. Oh my gosh, so many things. No, that's so easy, Shannon. I will absolutely pick it up for you. If that's what's holding you back. I'll let you just thrift it for me too. I didn't know that was an issue. It really is. Like I have one at home, but I don't want to open it because I think it's going to be garbage. Like I bought it online and then the box came and it was really small. But somehow it's six feet tall. What are you going to do with it? Take it back. Okay. I think. Okay. If you're trying to buy a tree that's not pre-lit, go to Goodwill. I saw so many amazing trees. But I don't know how to put lights on a tree. Oh, man. I do. Well, you should have told me that before I spent $80 on a Christmas tree. Oh, no. Pre-lit is the way to go. But if you have to. When are you going to put your tree up? The day after Christmas. (laughs) The American way. Do you know what you just said? I mean, the, t- <laughs> the day after Thanksgiving, whatever. <sighs> Thanks for listening to Allow Us to Rethrift Reduce Ourselves. For episode show notes, go to dinasdays.com slash podcast. You can find us on Instagram at dinasdays and fat don't crack and on Facebook, Rethrift Reduce Podcast. 